1: Ma we thought Simcha orla la yom shabat on yom mahmadi shomra vez okhra hema yedi ki lesh shakhon belu feodi shemei shamai Le Chabes, Chabes, Le Chabes, le Chabes, O <laughs> sandu ش شي شي مين كورامز
2: ساتي استمي لي لي شيه يهودي ممرم بكل ما كان الماشي كباريا ماشي ود لوكرا لو What's yeah.
0: JM in the AM, good morning everybody. Welcome to a Friday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. It is the 13th of uh, January, with special greetings going out to um, Mrs. Panina Rabin of uh, Petach Tikva on this very special Shabbat. It is day number 20 in the month of Teves. The year is 5783, Tufshin Pei Gimel. And um, I thank you all for tuning in and being part of this great radio experience on a Friday air of Shabbos. Eitan Freilich with Yomze. You heard Rogers Park in there. They had Nigun Hisvadus. Yaakov Shweki Zishtabach. Shalom A Yisrael done by uh, Miami. Shlomi Gertner's Shabbos selection. Amek Kadesh at Yehuda Green. Micha Gamerman with the Leil Shabbat medley and, of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Friday. Uh, Plenty coming up here, as you would imagine, on a Friday morning Erev Shabbos. Malcolm Holmline is not able to join us this morning. He is in Israel, and his schedule today is not going to allow for a a weekly update to take place. Uh, We do have some great guests, though, including our Ruven Tarragon, who's going to check in in the 8 o'clock hour from Yeshiva Akotel and World Mizrahi. We'll talk about the uh, big plans for three months from now when Israel turns 75. Plus, we'll have a chance to uh, speak to him about a topic. This is really why I invited him on, frankly, for this Friday. I had an experience in Israel that I wanted to share with him and uh, just discuss a bit in terms of uh, what's happening out there in a good way, not, God forbid, anything bad in a good way, what's happening out there with uh, young people who are heading to Israel and in many cases uh, deciding to stay there, which I know is pretty amazing, but it is a drastic decision, at least I have to assume. Um, anyway, so we'll talk about that coming up here at JM in the AM. Uh, the... the um, the schedule for next week. I'm away on uh, Monday and Tuesday, which means that Mayor Furtig is going to be sitting in, and I thank him very, very much for that. He'll be sitting in, uh, again, Monday and Tuesday. So my thanks to uh, Mayor Furtig for taking care of the show in my absence. Wednesday, we get back very, very early Wednesday morning, so I guess a combination of Avrami and myself on Wednesday, and then I get back uh, into a normal routine beginning on Thursday morning here at JMAM. Rabbi Yudin is coming up later on. He's in Israel, so we'll hear from him from the Holy Land. Harry Rothenberg also with words about Parsha Shmos on this Erev Shabbos, Parsha Shmos. And uh, plenty more. Candle lighting in New York four thirty. Candle lighting in New York 30 Make sure you know when things start where you are. Again, candle lighting in New York is four thirty. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yesterday, I was made aware of this uh, selection entitled "Mizmor Shir L'Yom Hashabbat." It's Petachia Spalter and uh, Benjamin Blank and uh, Yonona Haroni. Uh, they are all together on this brand new selection you on a Friday morning, hour of Shabbos at J.M. in the A.M. The Avodah, my love, Amalke. Come, let's sing a niggin together. Mucha Shabbos is man of Mashiach, is man of Let's bring, let's welcome Mashiach.
1: Hashem, take us back. We want you. Tade, kashelig al binu. Avod ve'yigal levameinu. The Avod. Levees te far I vach, filled with gay-o-lain. I get the da <laughs> da
0: Jam and the Am. It's Mordechai Shapiro. Einan Before that, you heard Joey Newcomb, a twofer, if you will. We did both the Erev Shabbos nigun and the Gutavach nigun, which apparently is very, very popular out there. And uh, yeah, that basically wraps up the entire Shabbos from uh, the Erev Shabbos nigun all the way to a Gutavach. Petachia uh, Spalter. Before that, out of Israel with Mizmar Sheer. Uh, that's the brand new one that we introduced this morning here at JMNAM. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world of web at AlchumSingle.com on the Single Network and, of course, any beloved NSN app. Telephone, Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Coming up, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, it's the Arab Shabbos Show. Mark Zamek brought to you by the wonderful people at CADEM. It is the 250th episode of the Arab Shabbos show, pretty remarkable, huh? We had a chance to speak with Mark on the air yesterday about that milestone. Pretty cool. Make sure to be tuned in. It's an incredible show. Galitzal Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Friday is next. Bokert Tov from JM in the AM. time so i
3: 2. Tovim, Baulpan, in Fayvel, Im, Ma Shav. הממשלת אשר בישיבותה ביום ראשון הקרב, את האварת האיחודית לתחנויות קיצוניות במישרד החינוך ליד יזקנה הסר אבי מאוז, יושב ראש מפלגת נועם הקיצונית. מאלה זה שולמם אמש מימש איש קהילה בין מאוז לנתניהו, קרה באвар ביקורת אzza במישרד החינוך וירגונים שונים. לאחר פרשומם סדר יומה של ישיבת הממשלה הקרובה, הגיבה הנהגת ואמרה כי היא למשמר, לведה שה משמר, יניר קוזין ויובל מילר לקראת ההפגנה מחר נגיד הרפורמה המשפטית שמתכננת הקואליציה קורא כעת שר הביטחון לשעבר בני גנץ לצאת ולהשתתף קצר אמר גנץ כי הגאה להפגנה היא חובה אזרחית ממעלה ראשונה וביקש מהמפגינים על פי הערכות המשטרה, עשרות אלפים מפגינים צפויים להגיע מחר אל כיכר התרבות בתל אביב אחרי רפגשמים הצפויים. כתבתנו בתל אביב, פינס, מוסיפה בשעה שבע בערב, כי חסמו לתנועה בין היתר דיזינגוף, סדרות בן ציון, רוטשילד, וחלקו הדרומי של רחוב גבירול. כוהח צעל ירא ל ever מספר חשודים בידוי אבנים ל ever לוחמים סמוך לרמלה הכוהח ביצלנו אל מאצר חשוד וירא ל ever מידים אחד מהם נפגע ברגלו ופנה אל ידי אסר אדום לקבלת טיפול רפואי הנפגעים בקרב הלוחמים רוסיה טוענת כי כבשה את העיר סולידר, שבמיוחוז דוניאצק על, עליו טוענת מוסקבה לריבונות. במקום התנהלו בימים האחרונים קרבות קשים ביותר, ובהודעה שהוציא משרד ההגנה הרוסי נטען כי מדובר בצעד מכריע. בקייב עדיין לא הגיבו על טענת הקרמלין כי העיר נכבשה. ניצחון בקרב על העיר עשוי לספק לפוטין הישג ראשון לאחר חודשים ארוכים של הפסדים ונסיגות במזרח אוקראינה. בטיסה של חברת פגאסוס מנמל התעופה בין גוריון לאיסטנבול, הפיץ אחד הנושאים, תרם ההמראה, תמונות של מטוס מתרסק, יחד עם הכיתוב אמן ונמות כולנו. כך השוט ואיתו תשעה נושאים נוספים הורדו מהמטוס, והוא עוברו להמשך חקירה במשטרת נטבג. הטיסה בסופו של דבר יצאה באיחור של כ-60 דקות. כתבתנו לענייני תעופה וצרכנות, עיניו קרנר, מציינת שבחודשיים האחרונים הראו ארבעה מקרים דומ תחזית מזג האוויר, לקראת שעות הערב התחזקו הגשמים והתפשטו ממישור החוף הצפוני אל אזורים נוספים במרכז ובצפון. בלילה צפוי גשם לפרקים מלווה בסופות רעמים יחידות. מחר גשם מדי פעם, בעיקר לאורך ואלה זמנה היא כניסת השבת פרשת שמות, בירושלים ב-4 ו-16, בית ה'ביב ב בחיפה ב 4 ובבאר שבת תיכנס השבת ב 4 השבת מחר, בירושלים ב-5-35, בית ב-5-36, ב ובבאר שבת תצא השבת מחר ב 5 לכל מאזינינו, שבת שלום. אלה החדשות שעורך מיירון ססון.
1: No oh.
4: time to go, been down
1: this road before and I know there's danger up ahead, recalculate and turn around, I'm heading home, I'm homeward bound, no I'm not gonna walk that path no more, I know, I know it's not too late, no my past won't seal my fate, you'll be there with arms wide open, no matter what I've done wrong. No matter how long I've been gone, you'll be there to let me back in. We will share sinum Ashura, and we will be strong. We will be strong. Moshiach Yehudi,
5: Israel,
1: and we Korach, a tekev, and تنبغى لك راحه بسكحه بسويلاته زمانه يتخرب كنا لفخ ما كان وينك يا تا زمانات مين قال كلف شلكين انسى مخبص تمضى بسر دني موريمسى بشمخه وكثر لا and even if we did a little wrong, you always have mercy. I know you forgive me, so please, so please, show me the way back home. find
0: my way back J.M. and the AM with Yishai e. Rebo and the Solomon Brothers. Find my way back home is the name of that one. Uh, pretty cool selection, huh? Time Katz, brand new SPAR to open up the hour. And you're listening to J.M. and the AM, Friday morning, Erev Shabbos. Big shout out to our friends at A&H. You want to check out some amazing and delicious and incredible meat items that will enhance your Shabbos? When you're in the supermarket, you check out the A&H display. All the major kosher supermarkets have them. And uh, you'll see just how many items and how many incredible offerings uh, A&H has. Take advantage. Buy them for your family. See how happy they'll be. And and you'll be set. You'll be a regular A&H customer as we've become over all these amazing years with A&H. Uh, 10% discount with promo code radio at kosherdogs.net. Try a A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Harry Rothenberg has words about Parsha Schmos on this Friday morning Erev Shabbos. Again, candle lighting in New York, 430. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Harry Rothenberg, Parsha Schmos, JM in the AM.
6: If you look at the end of this week's Parsha, and it's several scenes in the coming weeks, you'll see Moshe and Aaron going in and out of the palace to have conversations with Pharaoh, Paro, including this week's classic, Let My People Go. But you have to wonder, how are they able to go in and out of the palace? Weren't the Jewish people slaves? The answer is yes, except for one tribe. The tribe of Levi, which is the tribe from which Moshe and Aaron came, were not slaves. Why not? I saw a fascinating answer. Paro's astrologers told him that the future leader, the future savior of the Jewish people, was going to come from the tribe of Levi. So he reasoned as follows. He knew that in order to be a Jewish leader, you've got to be uniquely sensitive to the pain of your brethren. So he felt, one second, if I don't enslave the tribe of Levi, then that future would-be savior or leader won't feel the pain of his brethren, so he won't be able to become the savior. So he didn't enslave the entire tribe of Levi. And that's why the Torah tells us that when Moshe grew up, he went out of the palace. And he saw his Jewish brethren and he saw their burdens. He felt their pain developed that sensitivity, which is critical for him to become their eventual leader. And that's why, according to another commentator, Moshe had to spend that brief period of time as a baby in the basket in the Nile, subject to the very real possibility, if not probability, of drowning, like so many other Jewish babies his age had drowned, so that he could feel, thinking back, relating back, their pain and be sensitive to it. What's fascinating about this is that Paro realized this. One of the most thoroughly, viciously wicked people in recorded history, the fellow who brutally enslaved the Jews, drowned, killed countless Jewish babies, and yet he realized, to be a Jewish leader, you've got to be uniquely sensitive to the pain of others. Shouldn't we realize that as well? You want to be a Jewish leader? You've got to feel that pain and be sensitive to it and want to do something about it. And even if you don't want to be a Jewish leader, you just want to be a Jew in good standing. The requirements for that, top of the list are sensitivity, empathy, kindness, and compassion.
1: I give, give, See
0: JAM and the AM. A special hello to those who are already on vacation. Yeshiva break started pretty early this year. Uh, those who are already away, thanks for schlepping us along with you um, in your phones, the NSN app, and thanks for listening, no matter where you are around the world, staying by friends, relatives, hotel room, traveling by car. Thanks for listening to JAM and the AM and the Siegel Network. It is much appreciated. Solomon Brothers with a Di. You heard Shalom Aleichem and Kari Bone. Done by Yair Rosenberg. Who was in our studio a few weeks ago with the brand new album. JM the AM, good morning. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Malcolm Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Malcolm Holmline not able to join us this morning because of his schedule in Israel today. So he will not be joining us this morning. Uh, Rabbi Ruven Tarragon, we're going to check in with him from the Holy Land, coming up at 8 o'clock this morning here at JM the AM. Also Rabbi Yudin in the Holy Land this morning. He'll be speaking to us from there. Um, so that's all going to be happening coming up here at JM in the AM Mark Zamek in the Arab Shabbos show at 10 a.m. Eastern time brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem full, uh, full day of the Arab Shabbos music mix plus of course the final hour at about 3.30 p.m. Eastern time all brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem tomorrow night, Saturday night, Seagull with Avrami and Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler. On Sunday, it's JM Sunday with Matis, who just continues to go on strong. Baruch Hashem, Ai Hara, presenting another live JM Sunday this coming Sunday morning. And um, make sure to be tuned into all of our great weekend programming. You'll be glad you did, that I could tell you. You'll be very glad you did. Next week, Mayor Fertig, Monday and Tuesday here between 6 and 9 a.m. Mayor Fertig hosting for me. It's coming Monday and Tuesday right here at JM in the AM. (laughs)
7: Malakha <laughs> ya shalae Malakha ya yoey Mi malakha malakha akada ish padago Taystamlishalae
1: Noise, sir, for ye, toy will want your Na 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 Iskinoi se se I'll Be ye Lay, lay, and Mushkinoy I'm <laughs> my
0: In the AM with uh, Aish and Shalom Aleichem. Before that, you heard the uh, Simcha Liner selection, Milmala. Matovu done by Bensi Marcus. Regesh, that classic. Shalom Aleichem here at JM in the AM. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos. I want to thank our friends at JewishWorldReview.com. JewishWorldReview.com gives you an opportunity to print out thousands of articles before Shabbos regarding Israel and the Jewish world. If you'd like to see some great commentary and news items, and learn a lot about what's happening in this world, go to jewishworldreview.com. Again, jewishworldreview.com, and enjoy. Malcolm Holline not able to join us this morning because of his schedule this morning, or I should say this afternoon in Israel. Um, weekly update is scheduled to return next week, 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time, right here, to JMNAM and AM in the Nahum Siegel Network. Again, he's not able to join us today. Rabbi Ruven Tarragon is going to be joining us, coming up about 15 minutes from now, talk about the Mizrahi, 75th anniversary of Israel. Um Schedule and a whole bunch more. It's all happening uh, at eight o'clock this morning, about fifteen minutes from now, right here at JM the AM. Rabbi Yudin's going to be joining us from Israel, and of course, um, uh, Mark Zamek and the Arab Shabbos show, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That happens at ten a.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. More coming up Friday morning, Arab Shabbos at JM in the AM.
5: comes around, he changes his name, but I can hear his sound. Knock, knock, Pharaoh's at my door. He's bringing slavery
1: to tie my hands to blind, my eyes to see. But I've got a little bit of Moses in me. I've got the power, power to break free. This bloody river. Got a little bit of Moses in me. Oh, oh. oh. A little bit of Moses in me. Knock,
5: knock. Pharaoh's at my door. Oh, he still comes
1: around. and changed his name, but I can hear his sound. Knock, knock. Sorrows at my me call me them- Avia vi, en mi lamba soi ni. Avia vi, a esta ciudad.
5: Esayo colata li.
2: Avia vi, ve hayoy,
1: da bên
5: só emi ouvia vi a casa é saudade e Kol habracham la kleoida islecha avakeis mimcha shenis kole vir khaysach esh I'm <laughs> going
1: só em mim a via vir achaste a cidade
5: essa é o meu
2: coração
5: livre Shet the heavy Ruach
0: I'm with uh, Uri Davidi and the uh, Hodos. Halev, brand new from Aaron Rosell and Company. You heard Schlockrock's Menucha Vesimcha and Moses and Me from Eighth Day. Yeah, a song about Moshe Rabbeinu. Figured we'd get it on for this uh, for this week's Parsha, Why not? <laughs> it's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and alchemsingle.com, and the Al-chum-sigl network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. He is the Educational Director of World Mizrahi. He is the uh, Dean at Yeshiva Kotel, and he is a, a very good friend of this uh, radio broadcast, Rabbi Ruven Tarragon, direct from the Holy Land, joining us from Israel on a Friday morning Erev Shabbos here at JM in the AM. Rabbi Tarragon, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Great
4: to be here, Nachom Nishikov, for your great work.
0: I appreciate that very much, and uh, I would be remiss if we didn't, I'll tell you in a minute why I so badly wanted to connect with you, uh, now specifically this week, Uh, but I'd be remiss if we didn't uh, first discuss for a moment the incredible 75th anniversary plans for World Mizrahi, of course, based in Israel. Uh, We have a very, very big celebration, a celebration for Am Yisrael coming up after Pesach, Uh, first uh, the commemoration of Yom HaZikaron, then of course the celebration of Yom HaTzmaut, uh, from Israel Memorial Day to Israel Independence Day. Uh, Rabbi Tarragon, as you know, uh, your incredible uh, associates and and yourself at the Mizrahi are planning a uh, a major week in Israel uh, during the week of Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaTzmud. How are things going? How are the plans going at the moment?
4: Well, as you said, Nachum, it's a very special Yom HaTzmud. Seventy-five years. Most of us, of course, were not alive when the state was founded. And don't always appreciate how special, how lucky we are to live in this generation. So, 75 years is a chance for us to, to express, to internalize, and express that appreciation. And World Mizrahi is doing two things. The first is a commemoration celebration program for the 48 hours of Yom Zikaron and Yom And the second program, right on its heels, starting Wednesday night, is the first World Orthodox Israel Congress which is bringing together representatives from shuls and schools and other Jewish organizations from around the entire Jewish world. Over 50 countries are participating, and the goal is for the first time to create a mechanism that's a voice for the Orthodox community of communities that can speak for us, that can be addressed through us, and that we can work together to help each other, schools, schools and organizations around the world connect to Israel and succeed all around the world that's from Jews.
0: We are about three months away. Those who look at the calendar will see, and that's not a lot of time these days. Uh, a lot of planning, people need to rearrange their schedules, etc. How are things going so far? Has there been a good response from outside of Israel for those who want to be in Israel during that special week?
4: Yeah, Bar HaShem, there's a lot of excitement. People appreciate the opportunity to travel, of course, and to travel to Israel. So thus far, over hundreds of people have registered. We're expecting thousands in Yeret HaShem. registration is open, and uh, we encourage people to join us for
0: for both parts of the program. Rabbi Ruven Tarragan is with us from Israel. The easiest way is uh, the Mizrahi website, I assume? Mizrahi.org backslash Israel 75. Mizrahi.org slash Israel 75, everybody. Mizrahi.org slash Israel 75. Do not be left out. Do not be left out. And as I have always recommended when it comes to situations like this, and as I will be recommending between now and the time that it's sold out, if you can't make it, arrange for someone in your shul, in your school, in your um, organization, in your men's club, in your sisterhood, arrange for someone at least, if, if everyone can't be there, uh, to go and represent your group, to represent your shul, and then come back and report at an Oneg Shabbat or at a is just report to everybody about how incredible a journey it was. It is a another way we can connect to the Holy Land during a very special time and to the state of Israel during such an important time. Uh, again, if, if, if not everybody in your community can go, make sure at least a representative does. It's a concept we've used before over the last 30 years and encouraged organizations and groups and shuls to do. And I'm sure it's one that will work wonders again. So please... Uh, if you say to yourself you can't make it, don't give up on the idea of making sure to get as many people as possible to Israel for Israel 75 with our friends at Mizrahi. Rabbi Tarragon, uh, what prompted this uh, phone conversation, I know you're aware of the fact that uh, uh, Joshua Siegel is now engaged to a wonderful young lady from Israel, Tamima Pilachowski. And at the, uh, at the engagement celebration that we had the pleasure of being at in Israel, uh, I met a couple of students of yours uh, who are now living in Israel. And I spoke with them about the experience of staying in Israel after their uh, year or two at Yeshiva Kotel, And they described to me that of their class of 50 young men, I think they, I, th- I hope these statistics are right. You probably know better than I do. Of 50 young men, 15 of them stayed in Israel post their studies. And I just—I couldn't let this go by without finding out from you if this is usual, if this is the norm, if this was an exception. That is an incredible percentage, as some of the American parents might be panicking right now, and that's an incredible percentage of young men who decide to live on their own, so to speak, as long as they get to stay in Israel. What can you tell us about this episode?
4: Well, the vast majority of the guys who attend the Shibat Dakota from overseas return. And that number is higher than usual. That having been said, because Hakoto offers an authentic Israel experience, boys looking to stay choose Hakoto because it can help them get over the hump of Hebrew and integration within Israeli society. So again, most of the boys coming seek a you know, meaningful yeshiva experience. They come, they go. But those seeking to stay often choose Hakoto for that reason. So that number is on the high end. There's, I would say a good 10 boys a year who choose a Kota for that reason come and have the Israel experience that helps them make the transition. Now, what And Mazel of course, <laughs> on our wonderful Talmud Joshua on his engagement.
0: Appreciate that very much. Very, very exciting. So, I mean, is this, uh, is this, it's now what? It's now 2023. Uh, if you go back to your yeshiva experience... Uh, if you go back to the last five, ten years, is this something that's a complete upward trend? Or is this something that's always existed? I, it just never hit me like this story hit me when I met these two young men.
4: it was very hard to stay in Israel when, when I went and we went, people our age, it was much harder than it is today. Thankfully, there's a lot of organizations making it easier and there's a critical mass of American Olim who've come and built communities. So it's become a lot easier. Obviously, kudos to Netesh B'Nefesh and Mizrahi and other organizations that work to help make it possible for those who want to come to be able to come successfully. And obviously, it's very important that if you come, you have to do it successfully. I'll just share, you mentioned Parshat Shavuot. I didn't know what you wanted to speak to me about, but it connects to Parshat Shavuot. When Hashem tells Moshe that he wants to take the Jews out of Egypt, the first thing he tells them is, we're going to, not Eretz Yisrael, we're going to Eretz, Tova u And what that tells you about the land is that it's good and that it's wide. It's wide enough to include all of us, and it's good. Moving to Israel should be good. It shouldn't be suffering. And that's why we have to make sure that Aliyah is something we are successful at and able to build a a successful, meaningful, enjoyable life. And uh, that's, I think, what's changed. It's become easier for American Olim to be here successfully. It has to be that way.
0: Uh, you're you're obviously dealing with a current uh, roster of students, a current group of wonderful talmidim. Uh, are you getting the feeling that some of them are uh, are are getting ready to inform their parents that their desire is for their future to be in the state of Israel?
4: Well, we know before the boys come who was coming for that reason, and you know they and their parents know. So every year there are boys who have to have that as their goal, and they discuss it with their parents, and they're on the same page and. Those boys, our responsibility is to help them make the transition. You know, for most of the boys, the responsibility is just to help them learn how to learn, inspire them religiously, and then they go back. For the boys who want to stay, we have the added responsibility of helping them make that transition in the most easy way possible.
0: It's pretty remarkable. I uh, all I can say is Kolakavod. I know it's other Yeshivot as well that have students that make this decision and uh, and and the sacrifice, but. You know, the, the couple of young men that I met that night, they, they could not have seemed happier. They could not have seemed more fulfilled with their decision and with their life the way it is right now. So uh, if you see young people in that type of situation, you can't, you can't help yourself but be you know so happy that they've obviously been very, very satisfied with their decision.
4: Look, that's the dream of the Jewish people for thousands of years. And like I said in the beginning of the conversation, thankfully, we're living in a generation where it can be a reality. And, of course, we all dream about the return to Israel. To be able to see people who can do it successfully, I think, fills all of us with joy and happiness and inspires us to see that the Jewish people are returning to the place we all want to return to.
0: It is pretty remarkable, to say the least. Uh, Those of you out there, go to Mizrahi.org. We're going to be part of an incredible commemoration and celebration Coming up in April, and that's, of course, the very special Yom HaZikaron commemoration, Israel Memorial Day, and then the 75th birthday, the 75th anniversary of the state of Israel, Yom HaTzmud, Israel Independence Day. And Mizrahi is making an amazing effort. Uh, Every time they touch something uh, over the last few years, it has been uh, just a a, a grand success, and this year will be no exception. Go to the Mizrahi website and uh, sign up to be part of what's going to be an incredible week and uh, just an amazing celebration in Israel. Uh, Rabbi Tarragon, I thank you so much. Uh, obviously, you and your colleagues are doing something uh, extra special in imparting a tremendous love of the land and state of Israel uh, on the Talmidim, on the students that you get to interact with. And all I could say is kolakavo to you.
4: We're very lucky to have students like Yeshua Siegel. Mazel to you and looking forward to continuing to do good things together and sharing much nachat and smachot.
0: Amen. Much appreciated. By Ruben Tarragon, everybody, Educational Director, World Mizrahi, Dean at Yeshiva Daikotel. And uh, when I had this experience, I said to myself, I just got to get him on the air and talk about it. It is unbelievable. It is unbelievable how many youthful leaders we have in our community. It is just incredible. And it is amazing to, uh, to watch and to observe how those young leaders know that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. Go to Mizrahi.org for information regarding the uh, uh, the um, uh, incredible week in Israel that everyone is invited to, and I hope everybody registers for. And again, as we said, think, think uh, uh, the way we used to think during the days when we were trying to uh, get as many people to go on the unity missions to Israel as possible. If you're not able to take an entire group, make sure your shul, your school, your men's club, your sisterhood, your organization, make sure they're represented. And then our recommendation, which many people back then took, is that uh, come back and plan an event, an Onik Shabbat, a Shalosh Yudas, and and, uh, let the person who was there share with everybody. Like in the old days, when people would go to the Holy Land and come back and share stories Come back and tell everybody just how inspiring it was and how they've got to plan a trip to Israel as soon as possible. Simple as that. More coming up. It is a Friday morning Erev Shabbos edition of JM in the AM.
1: Shah Mormon's approved evil, my me, The shabbat, the car, the shabbat, the car, the car, I had The Red Bar, the
0: Kobe with Bowie Kala. Pretty amazing selection, huh? Gersh of Robo before that with L'Chad O'Dee from the 40th anniversary uh, digital re-release of Man to Man, which we still are uh, focused on and enjoying. Just an incredible album. Friday morning, of Shabbos. If you don't get our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, just write to Avrami AF at NahumSiegel.com. We'll take good care of you. Make sure you get it. AF at NahumSiegel.com. Saturday Night Seagull with Avrami and is Wickler tomorrow night starting at seven at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Sunday at 7 a.m. it's Matas with J.M. Sunday. All day long, our Kedem presentation of first, the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zamek at 10 a.m. Erev Shabbos music mix all day long, and of course the final hour at about 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Best way to prepare for Shabbos. Absolute best way to go into Shabbos with the final hour prepared by Mark and sponsored by our friends at Kedem. So make sure to check it out and enjoy. Rabbi Yudin is, is in Israel, and as we've been saying for the last couple of weeks, it's always extra special hearing from Rabbi Yudin when he's in the Holy Land and speaking about the week's Parsha. This time, each and every Friday, every of Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, Spiritual Leader Emeritus, Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, everybody, for you back in the
8: States and wherever you're listening to this special program. I can say good afternoon. It's very close to Shabbos, which is approximately 4.30 in Eretz Israel candle candlelighting time. And what can I tell you? The excitement of being here. To be able to drive Monday, Sunday, through Thursday, and to appreciate Baruch Hashem, that, even though the roads are getting much better, but there's traffic. And when you drive on Friday, there is no traffic. The roads themselves are saying good Shabbos to you. There's such a wonderful spirit of Erev Shabbos in the air. Not just if flower stands pop up on various corners and everybody is bringing home flowers for Shabbos. It's just that it's a very different way to go into Shabbos when you are here, home in Israel. Okay, let's get to work. This week's Pasha is Pasha Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pasha Shimos. It's called the Book of Names because it begins with, once again, the enumeration of the names of B'nai Yisrael Rashi teaches us Hashem loves the Jewish people, as we'll see much more in the parasha. And interestingly, this is Sefer HaBu'ula, the book of our redemption. Required reading for everyone is the introduction of the Ramban to this book. Whereby he says, listen so beautifully, I would have thought the book would be much shorter. the book is a book about redemption, okay, the first part of the book tells us of our enslavement. first two partials. And then Bo and Bishalah speak of the actual Yitzhiyas Pitzrayim and the drowning of the Mishriam in the Yamsuf. Good. Then we go from there to Yisro, whereby we're given the Ten Commandments. Then we're given Mishpatim, the rest of the laws. And what do we have next? Oh, my goodness. We have the Mishkan, the sanctuary, which was built by the Jewish people in the desert. That's when we become redeemed, says the Rambat. When God has a home within us. That's the redemption. When you walk home tonight from Shul, or whatever the reason you can't go to Shul, when you finish davening tonight, you're going to bring with you two angels, and you're going to say, Wow, how beautiful this home is. And that the Shema Yaseera, that additional soul that you have on Shabbos, is going to help you appreciate that it's not just a regular house that you're in all week long. This is now the home which has the Shechema in it. Wow. Okay. The Bahag, Baha'u'llah, Kedolos, called the Book of Shmos, Sefer Shoni. So, Palacios is just that. Sh- Shmos was called the second book. It didn't call Vayikra third. Vayikra by Midbar What does this mean? That this Book of Shmos is the quote second book or a continuation of the first. So the first answer is going to be that Jerach Eretz the Torah. You've gotta to be a good person before you are a good Jew. And the Torah therefore stresses, take a look. The book, and this sound in and it says in his introduction to the book of Baratius. The book of Baratius is called Sefer Hayashar, the way of just and right behavior. Because the Omos, the heroes of the book, they were Yeshuaim, they were right and just. And they, those are our heroes. So before we get to Sinai to get the Torah, we have the heroes from the first book. But I'd like to suggest, as you'll see in a moment, as does the behavior Yosef, the Yosef Savant another understanding of this being the second book. And let me present it in the following way. The book of Horatius is the creation of the Jewish family. What does that mean? It starts with Avraham Avinu and we come down to Egypt. The Torah tells us from come 70 individuals. That number 70 is fetched we say it's probably or maybe Hashem himself because you keep counting you're only going to get 69 the bottom line is we come as a family and it's we remembrance the names of the members of our family then in Mitzrayim we have just there which is something that you would think is like an oxymoron just there in Mitzrayim we become that great nation he becomes, as the Torah says in the fifth book in Bo'esh Barzel, the furnace that purified as metal, precious metal, is put in the furnace. And the dross comes out, and all you have left is the pure gold. Similarly, in the we were oppressed, which took away our negative character, and we came out ready to become God's servants. What a privilege. Okay, so now I want to show something very fascinating. And let's keep in mind that this is the first exile of the Jewish people, and you're going to see something very fascinating in a moment. The base of the Yosef says, take a look. Just like in the first book of the Torah, it was all related to the Jewish people, supernatural. What does that mean, supernatural? Well, the Torah goes out its way to tell us that Avram was 100 years old, and Sarah was 90 when they gave birth to Yitzchak. What's the difference? The answer is a big difference, because it showed that God was, from the get-go, from the very beginning, from the establishing of the Jewish people, showing that we are supernatural. We're just not like any other people. At that time, nobody was giving birth at 90. Kol Omeya says, Sora Yitzhak agree? will laugh with me. However, in this week's parsha, number one, it's a continuation of that Lamala Minhateva. How old was? Your and she gave birth to baby Moshe, and the answer is 130 years old. So I know what your question is. Ramban asks your question. If that's the case, why didn't the Torah make oh, a bigger deal over your supernatural birth, as the Torah does by Sarah's supernatural birth? And he gives a beautiful answer. At the time when Sarah had a baby, nobody was having babies at 90. Here, they were having six babies at a time. Here, for a 130-year-old woman to have a baby, it was natural. Nobody blinked. Whoa! You're dealing from the very beginning now of the Jewish nation once again. And I want to share with you a medrash. We know at the very beginning of the parasha. Now, what did the Jewish people do? Nothing. They don't have to do anything. Just the very fact that we are the chosen people. The that God said, I am with you. That God winks at us at various occasions. we the we share one in a, minute, in a minute. Watch. So, at the very beginning of the Pasha, what did we find? That somebody, after we're told that, quote, a new power came. And Rosh gives you two interpretations. Basically, it's the same power. With me um, to freeze, the bottom line is here we go. He says, Well, look at the Jewish people, they are becoming too numerous for too mighty. And therefore, let us deal cleverly with them, lest they multiply, right? And if, in the course of events, there should be a war, if, if if watch this, the they will join the enemies. They will have money to fight against us." And move from the other from are from Now watch, listen carefully. The Metrus on this verse tells us, There were three men who were the primary advisors to Pharaoh Who were they? One. Bilam, Eov, and Yisra. Anybody want to see this? This is in the Medrash Rabbah on that puzzle. You can look at the Gemara Sota, Yud-Alev, and the Gemara Sanhedrin, Kuvah, for further substantiation of what I'm going to tell you now. Three men, Bilam, Eov, and Yisra. Bilam is the one who gave this Esau. Remember the eighth son the Balaam gave Nebuchadnezzar at the end of Parshas Bala, that we should entice the Jewish men with the well, women of uh, Midian. So, unfortunately, and he was killed, as we you know, he's the one that gave this proposal to Pari. Namely, let's cleverly enslave the people. Now, that's the base I'm sorry, I keep saying that, the Eriose. Isn't this against his character? Namely, Bilam's power, we know, is in his mouth. Bilam has the ability to curse. So when Taro says to his advisors, I've got a problem with the Jewish people, what do I do with the Jewish nation? Bilam should have said, no problem, I'll take care of them. Just tell me when, I'll curse them. So going against his nature, why? Because this is Yad Malachim, Leiv Malachim, the mind of the kings and their advisors are in the hands of God. So God put this in the mind of Bilam that he should give such an idea. The next one is Eov. Tell me about Eov, my friends. Go look in the Gomorrah Pasra fifteen B and what are you going to see? That so Bilam was by nature an exceedingly kind and generous individual, that if anybody came to his home and they were hungry, whoa, he took care of them and gave them great deal of friendship, food, etc. So this man of generosity, what does he do? Unfortunately, he of Shasak. He kept quiet. He doesn't protest. Unfortunately, when you keep silent at such a time, you are admitting. You become partially guilty. And finally, the third one was <clears throat> Yisro. Yisro was one of the closest advisors to Paro. Now, what is Yisro? Tell me a little bit about him. Yisro, we know, tried out all the religions. He's a man of truth, and he finds the truth only afterwards in Torah and Mitzvot. So what does he do again? Instead of saying, you can't do this, this is untrue, what does he do? He realizes you can't fight sin all What does he do? Barach. He runs away. So the Medrash continues, it says, that Bilal, who gave the Atsa, he's killed. And El, who kept silent, he was punished, as we know from the book of Job, with many great punishments. To Israel, who ran away in protest, he was the one that some of his great descendants became part of the Sanhedrin. All three are going against their nature. My friends, look at baby Moshe, who is found in the Pasha. Who saves Moshe? Listen carefully. Basparo. Again, her father is the one that made the decree that all baby boys should be killed, and literally from under his nose, Moshe Rabbeinu is raised. Prior to that, she gets a Hebrew woman to nurse the baby, because the Egyptian girls that were with Basparo uh, could not nurse baby Moshe, because the baby that would speak with Hashem couldn't be nursed by a non-Jewish woman. Should I go and get you somebody? She gets the mother. And Basparo says, not knowing it's the mother, I'll pay you for nursing. If that isn't a divine wink, not only does she get her baby back, not only can she nurse her baby, which we know how much a mother wants to do that, but she's getting paid for it. My friends, see through the cloud. See where God is speaking to the Jewish people at that time. Now watch. Aside from what you're going to find in the forthcoming weeks, the ten makos, which show God's complete control of nature, and this is supernatural, that none of the plague affects Jewish people, let's go beyond this. Just like Moshe Rabinu was raised under Pharaoh's nose, go to the Book of Kings, and because... People in the days of King Ahav and Queen Isabel were terrible people, vis-a-vis God. So, what happened was Eliezer said there'd be a famine for three years, and there was. And Ahav the king wanted Eliezer dead or alive. Where did Eliezer go to the desert? There's no, there's no food in the desert. No kosher. There's no food in the desert. How did Elio and Alavi sustain himself in the desert? Fasten your seatbelts. A raven came daily to the kitchen of Achab, the very king that wanted to kill him from his kitchen. The raven took a bird, excuse me, took a bag every day and brought this bag to Elio and Alavi. And from under his nose, finally, he was privileged in 83 to go to the former Soviet Union. I, I met with a room full of college students. Said, what are you guys doing here? And they all gave the same answer. They did very well in high school, and they wanted to go to a particular college, and they were denied, and they asked why. And they were told, because you're Jewish. They went home and they asked their moms and dads, what does it mean to be Jewish? Amazing. And listen carefully. How did they even know that they were Jewish? Because in the former Soviet Union, you had to walk around with your identification papers all the time. And on your identification papers, it said you were Jewish. Amazing. So the very nation that wanted to uproot Judaism from right under their nose, this is what came about. The idea behind this posture is to teach us that just as we saw Hashem, in the other Golios, that he is with us. This is the idea of the burning bush. God is with us at all times in our Golios, and as he was then, so he is now. And I just want to end by saying that the burning bush, what did God say to Moshe? Moshe, I'm taking you guys out of Israel, and I am bringing you, this is now, to the land. To that special land. For a I'm sorry, I'm I'm going to bring the Jewish people. This is our home, a land which is good and spacious. Is room for everybody. And all I say is the privilege I have of being home. This Shabbos in Eretz Israel, in the Shemesh, pray? All of you. Come quickly! First of all, to the Shabbos here—it's so special. And then Yerushalayim—that's where we're going to move. but shalom to all.
0: J M in the A.M. Garrison Verobo, of, of course. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos Parsha Shmos, candlelighting in New York at 4.30. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Again, 4.30 for candlelighting time. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Candle lighting at 4.30 here in New York. Erev Shabbos, Parsha Schmos, Mayor Fertig Monday and Tuesday. I thank him in advance. Avrami, making sure to take care of everything. I thank him in advance, and I always thank him. Thank you, Avrami. If you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, just write to Avrami. He'll take good care of you. Trust me. He'll make sure you receive it. Um... What else I want to tell everybody? Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Happy birthday to Panina Rabin of Petach Tikva Israel, my dear sister celebrating a milestone birthday. So I say Mazal Tov, and happy birthday to her from all of us here at JMNAM. Hello, Cleveland. Yudi has checked in on the app. Hello, Listener Morris. He's checked in. Loves the music mix this morning. Thank you, Listener Morris. Um, listener Devora says that uh, the new selection we played earlier stars singers from Yad Yamin. I assume she means the one that featured uh, one of the members of the Spolter family. A lot of great comments on the app this morning, and I greatly appreciate that. So uh, many of you are aware of the fact that Aaron Rozzell, I mean, this is something that uh, Mark Zomick spoke to us about yesterday, and of course, something that um, he featured on the uh Air of Shabbos show. Aaron Rozzell has the perfect song for this week's parsha. Show. <laughs> Here he is at JM and the AM. <laughs>
1: Hasne, hasne bo hasne hasne hasne, hasne hasne bo-air, hasne, bo-air, hasne. Hasne Hasne, vehi hasne, hasne 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 hasne, hasne, hasne Sneboer, sneboer, sneboer. La mm-hmm. Moshé Amod, bit
0: Moshe. Before that, the uh, selection has Snebo air, both by Aaron Rosell here at JM in the AM. Uh, Friday morning, Arab Shabbos. Don't forget Mark Zamek with the Arab Shabbos show coming up at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Full day of amazing Arab Shabbos selections, including the final hour starting at about 3.30 Eastern time. There's no better way to go into Shabbos. Take advantage. Take advantage. Go into Shabbos in the best way possible with us right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Simple as that. I couldn't possibly make it any simpler. <laughs> Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Um, Goldie from Toronto heading to Base Yakov. That, according to uh, one of our listeners who just posted on the app. All right. Hello, Toronto. The number of cities that keep checking in with us on a regular basis is unbelievable. Really amazing. And I thank everybody. If you want to email us directly, it's Nahum at NahumSiegel.com. Nahum, N-A-C-H-U-M at N A C H U M S E G A L N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. And um, as I said earlier, if you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter or if you'd like to put something on our community calendar, be uh, in direct touch with Avrami, AF at com. Again, that's AF at com. Time to take it. Shabbos with Journeys at JM in the AM. So... Uh-huh. brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio, round the world web at alchemseagle on the Al-Khom-Sigl Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. up An amazing week right here at JM and and I thank all of you for being part of it. Mark Zamek Arab Shabbos Show at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Plenty more happening, of course, all day long, including the final hour starting at about 3:30 a.m., 3:30 p.m. Eastern Time, 4:30 for candle lighting in New York. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Have a wonderful Shabbos, great weekend, everybody. Until next time, it's Nachum Segal reminding you: remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.